Hello everyone, welcome to the show But It's a Classic, the show where we look at films commonly considered classics and beyond. Um, I don't know why I said the and beyond <laughs> at the end. Uh, my name is Phoebe and I have watched every film. My name is Ferdy and we're about to watch Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. I've not seen it before. This is one of those movies. Really? I don't know. We wouldn't be looking at it if you'd seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the number of times I've shown people my list of films that I haven't seen that we're going to watch on mm. the podcast um, and they go you haven't seen mm-hmm. I don't know fucking Robocop or some shit I go no that's the point I haven't <laughs> seen it so we're gonna look at it anyway Howl's Moving Castle is one of those films that like I've said to so many people that I have seen mm. because my favourite film of all time is Spirited Away Oh, yeah, I can understand why you'd want to lie about that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were making a face there telling me that Spirited Away was shit. I was oh, no, no, God, no, no. Oh, God, no. I was N- none of Studio Ghibli is shit. <laughs> no, I was going to no. fucking beat the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> I did watch for, because I'm doing a Japanese animated film module mm. this year, I did watch Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, man. I watched mm. that. It's another one, yet another one of those films that Phoebe watched when she was a bit too young, and <laughs> it was very emotionally scarring. Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. You poor, yeah, you poor boy. Yeah. Are you okay? That was like week three, man. Oh, man. Yeah. That's like when they gave us um, It's True, It's True, It's True. Oh, fuck me. Um, a play that was, I'm, I won't get into it because <clears> it was grim, but it was a very awful, not an awful play, but just like heavy going, and it was in week two of the first week at university. Week two of the first semester. Of the first semester, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as the second week of the first week. And the first week of the second week of the first year of the yeah. first time, anyway. Um, but it was very traumatic, yeah. and I'm still not recovered mm. from it. So I'm very glad that we're watching a film that I've been assured by many people is yeah. one of the best Ghibli films ever, one of the mm. best animated films ever. It's my favourite, by um, far. Because I am stressed out of my fucking gored at the minute. Oh, completely um, fair enough. So I'm very glad that we're having like a kind of chill one just, today. This is the thing, it's like after we watched Mean Girls last week, mm. it, it, I just, <laughs> I wanted, obviously I'm not saying that Mean Girls was like harrowing or anything, <laughs> but it's nice to do <laughs> something. for me. Yeah, I would say, with the buses. Mm. No, I mean, it's, it's something that is very calming, non-threatening, mm-hmm. nice and PC, but also creative. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just pretty to look at. Yeah. I have such a thing for pretty animation, mm-hmm. and Ghibli is just so fucking gorgeous mm. every single time. I won't lie, I haven't seen as many of their films as I wanted to have seen yeah. by now. But um, Spirited Away, obviously, uh, Princess Mononoke, Arietti is gorgeous. Like That's Arietti. an under- underrated one. Yeah. Um, they're all just really lovely, so I'm very much looking forward to going into shapes and colours <laughs> Shapes and colours. Shapes and colours. Have you and watched Spider Jack? <laughs> no. Oh no, God. I haven't. We have to do a we have to do a special one off episode. Do we? Spider Jack Horseman is a bloody brilliant show. I wait. So that's another one. Um, there are two of my friends. Uh, well, two of your friends as well, Rennie mm. and Rosa. Ah, yes. uh, shout out Rennie and Rosa, who are just in love with Bojack as a character and as a concept. As they and should. We had um, a little while ago with 
uh, our friend Max, we had a favourites night where we each got an epi- our favourite episode of our favourite show mm-hmm. and showed it to the rest of the, uh, the people. And I think it might have been, it was either Rennie or Rose, I can't remember. Yeah. But um, they showed us an episode of Bojack, which was him monologuing at like <gasps> his mother's funeral or his dad's oh, funeral or something. Yeah. Oh God! And I was just that, that like, is my that's my favorite BoJack episode. And then immediately fun. after that, I put on Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, which is three <laughs> Australian men joking about penises for an hour. I, I actually, like, oh, I actually mm. know what that is. Okay, well. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very funny. It's funny, but, but um, also followed by the yeah the funeral episode of BoJack. Yeah, is so like going. I and am he's a horse. I yeah. The only thing I really know about BoJack is that there is a meme of a close-up picture of a horse's snout from below uh, and it says POV, you're Bojack's friend and he's telling you about what a shitty person he is (laughs) and I really like that as a concept I I just think Bojack is a very it's just, bloody we're talking about How's Moving Castle but I've decided to talk about Bojack it's, I don't know it's one of the first animated TV shows of that kind of nature of like adult Mm. cartoon shows you know, th- y- yeah. you know, your South Parks and your Family Guys and stuff. I'm not yeah. saying that those are on the same level because the taste level is far superior in BoJack. But it's <laughs> <laughs> not like such an idiot saying that. Oh dear. But no, I mean. Beam me up, soft boy. <laughs> hey, rude. Soy boy. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. <laughs> but no, BoJack's just—it's good and it's depressing and it makes you just kind of sob. There is—I've sobbed in quite a few episodes of BoJack. But what if I don't want to sob, huh? Uh, well, I don't know. Do you sob often? That's quite a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> to reveal to the public. Uh, not not maybe as often as I should. Mm, okay, fair enough. I, d- I just like... I'm very much a person who uses films and TV shows as like escapism, as right. a way to get out of the depressing shit that's going on in the real world, mm-hmm. you know? And... I like animated shows because um, they're always, well, not always, they're usually pretty, pretty to look at, you know? And I, yeah, I just like being able to appreciate something pretty to look at while simultaneously turning my brain off a bit. Mm. Um, Bojack (coughs) is one of those film, uh, not films, one of those shows where the fact that it's animated doesn't really matter, you mm, know? Yes, I no. like I, I understand that there are animal people yeah. that make thing that would make things harder <laughs> to do in live Just action. Just a real horse. But like if you yeah, if you got CG <coughs> it would be fine, yeah, I reckon. Definitely. Um so like you I know, think... and it it doesn't do anything really with the animation. It's just so that it can be bright and colourful while mm. juxtaposing that with the depressing content. I know, I think that's why it's like that, you know? Because mm. it's like, if you have something so familiar as, as animation and then you get mm. these characters talking about very, like, deep, dark depression and anxiety, it just, yeah. it works very well. Yeah, especially well, for their the, more experimental Yeah, episodes. this is the thing, I'm not like, I'm not saying that there is no reason for it. I'm mm. saying that if you're going to the show expecting it to be animated spectacle that's not what you're gonna get Mm -hmm. um and i do really like the idea of juxtaposing cool animation with darker 
subject matter. There's a show that recently got greenlit um, on Adult Swim, which had a trailer go viral mm. recently. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Come Learn with Pibby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw the trailer for um, it. Yeah, so for anybody who hasn't seen the trailer, it's about this kids' show mascot, Pibby, um, who does like a, an edutainment thing for kids mm. um, on TV. Uh, it, it's animated. Um, and suddenly this kind of eldritch blob of static <laughs> invades her show, uh, kills her best friend, mm. and she finds herself in the credits of her own show. And it's she so jumps bizarre. from show to show trying to save people from uh, this, it's called the darkness, mm. I think, the static, uh, which like consumes uh, like established cartoon characters yeah. like Fred Flintstone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Finn and Jake the from Simpsons Adventure Time. Yeah, the Simpsons mm -hmm. are there. Yeah, pretty much every animated show. I was very upset show. about Finn and Jake being yeah. I was like, not yeah. Finn and Jake. Because they become like horrible <laughs> zombie creatures. Yeah. Um, and it's all about her becoming like you know, from this very optimistic, bright-eyed children's character to a hardened, mm. world-weary and pessimistic yeah. um, hero, essentially. It definitely gave me when I watched <coughs> it, because I thought it was a joke at first. I thought it was just... Like, mm, I think like, everyone did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it got... Um, it gave me... Uh, don't hug me, I'm scared. Vibes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. bloody That's love like the kind of meta. Yeah, yeah. which I, I absolutely adore. Mm. Don't hug me, I'm scared. is great. Don't we hug me, I'm scared. Yeah. They're doing a new one, I think. They're in the works. Yeah, because they were gonna do a TV show, like a full yeah. series, but it got cancelled because of COVID. <sighs> so annoying. Well, rescheduled. Um, yeah, I'm a massive animation nerd. Is the upshot of that? Um, I am. Oh, I guess we're saying this in public. I'm a little bit of an anime freak. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, that's come out. <laughs> you okay? What's... Yeah. What? Oh, sorry. There was a sorry. There was a hiss from across the room, and I thought Phoebe was going uh-oh at that. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I was saying uh-oh at the thing. No, uh, I thought someone had opened the, uh, the door, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, people are okay. already here for the viewing. Yeah. No, I was saying yeah. uh-oh because Ferdy's a weeb, but also yeah. Phoebe's a weeb, <laughs> so it's all yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> It's not something you publicise, you know? Um, until but, now. Yeah, until now. But I, I think it's like, I, I just love animation. I just mm. love animation is my point. And um, I'm very excited to watch Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, completely. So I do know that this is based on a book. Oh, even I didn't know that. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, I didn't so know that. So it's, I believe, based on a novel by an English author, which is called Howl's, Mo Howl's Moving Castle. Oh. I think there are some differences, but I remember when I was like 13 in a library, I saw a book called Hell's Moving Castle. I was like, wow, they turned it into a book. Because I do think that the film is far more well-known, case in point, yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Like the Shrek as well. I still don't know if I believe that Shrek is based on a book. I'm so convinced it was a book originally. Because there's an opening sequence in which Shrek is a fairy tale, mm. but like, it's not because well, that's no, the whole point. Yeah, because he's, there he's, are all these all these established fairy tales, and then Shrek isn't one. Well, no, because I swear the original Shrek was going to be like an angsty teen or something. Yeah, and that that's that's from the the book. It's the book I'm Shrek Googling is a completely this different. Right now. I swear I'm, to fuck, this is the thing. The, the OG Shrek 
The book Shrek was um, it, that right now. it has nothing to do with the Shrek story that we've now got. You know, it doesn't have like an Eddie Redmayne donkey side character kind of thing. It's, That's it's, not Eddie Redmayne. Was it not Eddie Redmayne? It's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> they are completely different. I think it's because um, I'm seeing uh, the Cabaret West End in December, and it's got Eddie Redmayne um, as the MC. So that name no has been floating around my mind. Way. I told you. No fucking mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Shrek with an exclamation mark is a humorous fantasy picture book yes. published in 1990 by American book writer and cartoonist William Steig. Yes. Bitch. <laughs> Checkmate. Man. Yeah. Don't come for my weird obscure Shrek facts. Yo. I need to get this book. Yeah, man. I know, right? It's got nothing to do with the OG, but I mean the movies. The name yeah. Shrek is the romanization of the Yiddish word Shrek or Schrecklech, which came in turn from the German Schreck, meaning fear or fright. So is Shrek... We're deep diving into the fucking cultural relevance <laughs> so, of Shrek. So Shrek is German? I, d- I mean... Yiddish German. Yiddish and German. Good on him. What a cultural queen. Like oil and water, those two. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> interesting. Okay. Um, so How's Moving Castle, Castle is what we're watching. <laughs> I, I want to get the picture book of Shrek now. Oh my mm. God, we could do a, um, an, a bedtime story reading. Of the Shrek picture book. <laughs> we describe in detail yeah, yeah, each yeah. of the pages. It's like, you know when you get um, uh, blind-friendly uh, audio descriptors mm, yeah, for films? Yeah, like, yeah. you'd say the words and I'd be like... The only film that I've ever seen with blind-friendly subtitles, like, audio subtitles, mm. is a Shrek movie. Really? So, yeah. That's funny. So there we go, full circle. I think the one that I saw was the live-action Peter Pan. And I just remember it being... I like, auditioned for that. Tink- Did you really? Yeah. They came around our school... Hang on, pause the episode. What? <laughs> yeah, I auditioned for one of the Lost Boys when you I was have, um, you, year eight. You could have seen um, the sexy, sexy Captain Hook. Maybe I don't think you would. Yeah, have I do think it's sexy. a great achievement, Ferdy. Thank you. But you could have sorry. You could have seen <laughs> sexy, sexy Captain Hook. I could, yeah, I could have seen sexy, sexy Captain Hook. Okay. It's um, it's God. What's his name? Didn't get it. What's sorry. Congratulations for not getting a part. No, 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 it's fine, Phoebe. You've said what you said. I'm sorry. sorry. Okay. <laughs> what's his na- What's his name? Um, Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. I've never heard of him before. At uh, Lucy's Malfoy. Oh. Yeah. Is he Captain Hook? He's Captain Hook. I maybe he is. I genuinely don't know. Are you talk- was it Hook or was it Peter Pan? I, I, I don't know, Phoebe. No, I, I mean auditioned, the movie that I auditioned for, for Pan. Which was the 2015? Oh no, that Peter was Pan huge. Movie. That Hugh Jackman was Hook in Pan. Obviously, of course. Yeah. Wake up, Ferdy. <laughs> Wake up. What's going on with ah, you today? Damn. To me, it's it's really telling that mm. in the Peter Pan movies, the only things I can think of are the sexy men that played Captain Hook in both iterations. You've got one film. track mind. I really do. Speaking yeah. of sexy, sexy men, yeah. I will be going feral over how this whole time. <laughs> just letting everyone say, know. Because you were saying he was voiced by. We've got the subbed version. Yeah. Up here. Because I think it's important with, to appreciate the original yes, voice actors. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I, I'm not sure we should establish that as a rule because it may come, Mm-mm. there may come a time where mm. we can't get the subtitled version. Oh, God, no, no, no. And no, we'll no. be um, hypocrisizing ourselves. I think, yeah, I think the, the dub is so well known mm. 
because I was saying to Ferdy before the episode started, it's, it's Christian Bale, isn't it's, it? It's Christian Bale and also um, Harry. Oh God, Harry Billy, from Harry Met Sally. Billy um, Crystal. Billy Crystal, thank That's you. The one. Yeah, yeah, Billy Crystal as um, Calcifer. Um, oh, he's, ca- he's a little fireboy. Yeah, he's a little yeah. fireboy. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Oh, he's hilarious. It's brilliant. I was that's like, oh fantastic. my God, it's Mike Wazowski. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God, anime Monsters, Inc. Have you seen Monsters, Inc.? I've seen Monsters, Inc. Okay, yeah. just checking. It's it's up there with my favourite anime, yeah. <laughs> my favourite anime. My favourite anime is Monsters, Three-part anime. Boku no... Solidus. Solidus. wa Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Um, so, Howl's Moving Castle. Here's what I know about mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. I know that there's a girl called Sophie yeah. who gets coist, cursed, because mm-hmm. you looked at me blankly after I said coist. Yes. Um, I, thought, I thought you were going to say coil, and I was like, she got the coil. <laughs> she got the coil. Um, she gets cursed mm-hmm. to turn old. Yes. So she becomes elderly. She does become elderly. Over lady. the course of the film. Mm-hmm. All the promotional material I've seen have her be elderly, like, all the way through. Yeah. So I assume that happens quite early on. Mm-hmm. Um, but she goes to this wizard called Howl, mm-hmm. who is, like, immortal and eternally young or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she finds a fire spirit called Calcifer and yeah. a scarecrow. Yeah. I love this character. And Howl has a moving castle. And I think in the end, the castle blows up or something? Or like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it looks like a big uh, dragon dog. It looks... It's I'll tell you what the castle cool looks like. The castle looks like the robot dog from Jimmy Neutron. I know what you mean. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I know yeah. what you mean. Um, if anybody doesn't know the robot dog, I think it's called Goddard. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Um... Look up the robot dog from Junior. That's that, your homework. The, the vibe that I always got from the castle, because it's so kind of like big and bulky, yeah. is that it gave me like um final form Akira, but metal. Ooh, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I get you. Very yeah. blobby. Yeah. But metallic. Or like Final Fantasy boss kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it looks it looks big. Big big. Big big. Big, big, big. Speaking of good mm. films, Big Hero 6, that's a great film. I want to watch that again. I've Have never you? seen it. Uh, it's a very so good film. So we can watch it on the I, podcast. It's one to watch. It's yeah. got a very frustrating plot, but it's very pretty. Mm, okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like, that's most of the films I like. Mm. Yeah. I also will preface another thing in saying that not only will, be, will I be going feral for Howl, I'll also be sobbing halfway through the film. Not because of the film's context, contents, sorry. Um, but the score, oh, and I realised that okay. we did say that if you talk about the score, that's a sign of a shit yeah, film. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, we're still gonna do yeah, it. I mean, we're Gib- still gonna do Ghibli, it. Ghibli music is yeah, so Ghibli iconic, music, right? You know, it. and it's it's very good at like pulling on those heart strings. Heart strings. Heart is, strings. Is this the one with the song that goes? Yeah, which is just I oh, like that one. it's great, and it's oh, it's so it's so magical, mm. and I'm really excited to watch it. Yeah, and it seems like we've got. Um, quite a few people coming this time as well. Yeah, yeah. It's I've be had nice. a lot of people being yeah. like, I fucking love this film. <laughs> Let's go and watch it. We've had several people say that they can't come because of work. I know. Um, and to those people, I say, fuck you, get your priorities in order, um, sexy boy on screen. Uh, this is just Phoebe saying, um, if you'd like to continue in your job, I 
do not mind. Uh, I think getting money. And no, 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 Phoebe. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just. I because I've seen uh, bits of the film. Obviously, I we saw that. Um, quick clip earlier when we were checking that the fucking subtitles were working. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, what I just, I just love films. It's, it scratches a very specific itch in my mind yeah. where it's a, an animated film about magic mm-hmm. with like cluttered hand painted backgrounds yes, and yeah. 2D hand shaded characters. Mm-hmm. Over the top. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that. It's so as a rich concept. in detail. It's so rich in detail, but you get this wonderful sense of depth and kind of richness from mm. the environment. There's detail everywhere, and it's. I mean, it's just gorgeous. And there are all these little bits that you know the characters mm-hmm. aren't going to interact with, but yeah. each bit has part of the story in it, and I fucking adore that. I'm really excited in that case, based off what you're mm. saying, for you to see the bit where they, there's like a brief moment where um, Sophie goes into um, Hal's bedroom area, and it is just, Ooh. it's not in like a creepy way, just oh. like, it's just littered with this beautiful, like hand-painted, hand-drawn, mm. like detail mm. to make it all sparkly and shiny. Oh, fuck yeah. It, it's, it's so gorgeous. I love that. Um, love that. It's one of those films where mm. you could take any screen cap from it, and it could be some sort of wallpaper for your yeah. your Windows desktop. Yeah. I love that. You know, just as a concept. It's there's uh, an anime series that I don't know if it's finished. I kind of fell off of um, watching it after the plot got too wacky. Um, but it's called the Ancient Mega Major. Is it <laughs> man the Ancient Magus Bride? Oh, I haven't heard of that. And it's it's gorgeous. It's like I don't really know how I feel about the central relationship mm. because it's this ancient shadow creature who is a wizard. Is um, it the guy with the skull face? Yeah, the yeah, guy with the skull face. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got really cool character design in it. But he by he it's it's weird because the the <laughs> protagonist <laughs> the protagonist of the the series is a girl I for the life of me cannot remember her name, um, but she is sold into slavery. Yes, and the wizard Elias buys her mm. and makes her his apprentice. But then they kind of sort of get married. Yeah, and fall in love. And because she's very like emotionally repressed, you can't really tell. Mm-hmm whether or not she's fully into it and I, yeah, I, no, I, I don't, I don't know about that but there are some really sweet moments in it mm-hmm. and there is it's this beautiful like kind of countryside village setting mm, nice. with all these magical creatures running around that normal people can't see mm-hmm. and you know there are potion labs and stuff in little cottages Brilliant. and like sun-dappled mm. graveyards with shadow dogs running around. Oh, that sounds nice. And that just sounds happy. It's, yeah, and it's like, it's the kind of magic which is like rolling green fields mm-hmm. and nature and that shit. And reminds- that, oh, it just scratches an itch in my brain and I fucking love it. And I'm expecting that that is going to be some of the stuff that we're looking at in It's Hell. It's very bright, actually. You'd think that mm. it would be quite a lot of, like, dark tones. Yeah. I'd say it's a very bright, glossy, green pasture mm. type of film. Yeah. I think if it's less kind of earthy textures, like yeah. in um, Spirited Away, because mm. a lot of that is um, 
quite kind of mechanical in a way. Yeah, because also, I mean, <clears throat> part of the setting for that is that it's set in a slightly uh, sort of grimy spirit yeah, town. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Whereas I think with how certainly from the promotional artwork, it's clear that the 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 surroundings of the moving castle are meant to contrast with it. Mm -hmm. So the castle itself is metal, it's rusty, it's stone, it's wooden, it's creaky, it's rickety, it's yeah. like, you know, belching smoke mm -hmm. and dripping oil and fungus and shit. <laughs> um, and the environment that it's in is beautiful blue skies, white clouds, bright green grass yes. and shit like that. Um, I think the one thing that always stands out with me, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> the one thing that always stands out to me about uh, Ghibli films is just the um, uh, ability for like water graphics that it has. Yeah. Water graphics are bloody brilliant. Water and food. Water and, oh, water food. and food. You will see mm. how great the food is because I think Yummy. we should probably start watching it. Yes, I'm I think that's excited. a very good idea. I'm very excited as well. Mm -hmm. I've got um, snacks as well this time. Oh, brilliant. Mm -hmm. Ecta, what more could you I, uh, ask? Brilliant. Oh. <laughs> okay, right. right, we're going to go and watch Howl's Moving Castle. And then we'll be right Hope back. you're watching along at home. Bye. Sure, <laughs> <Ta> bye. bye. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It was absolutely amazing. I adore it. I forgot like how much I enjoy that film because it's my fa it is my favorite Ghibli, definitely. Mm. Um, oh, so sweet. Yeah. That music. You teared up at the end, didn't you? I, oh, I was sobbing throughout. Oh, no, Phoebe. <laughs> Not in a bad way. I just okay. I start the bit I started sobbing was when she went into like Howe's little little man cave. <laughs> and it was that kind of like I can fix yeah, you code. I can fix yeah. you narrative and I was just like <laughs> it's just sad man yeah. but also very oh. very heartwarming yeah it's the same I feel like it's the same feeling when you cry at Pixar films it's very mm. it's very tearjerkery and yeah, I think the music yeah. aids in that a lot yeah because it's yeah like it's it's one of the things that Ghibli does so fucking well it's the combination of music and lovely colours yes, yeah. and incredibly expressive characters oh, like completely, yeah. phenomenally you know able to convey emotion that mm -hmm. it all just kind of comes together and it makes you fucking feel something oh, man it makes you fucking feel something it, it's interesting I think when I was a bit younger even though I had like this kind of big weave anime phase yeah. I wasn't that into Ghibli and I was trying to work out why and I think yeah. watching this has made me realise Western animation doesn't do facial expressions very no, well. No, it doesn't at all. And this, it convey. And I think the thing that's beautiful about Ghibli films is that they convey so many emotions other than happy, sad, and mm. angry. Like yeah. they convey really kind of like uncomfortable emotions as yeah. well. There's yeah. a kind of uncomfortability in the familiarity that mm. we see in some of their facial expressions. That yeah. I think when you're a bit younger, it's like, mm. oh, this is a bit too real, you yeah. know? Because I think that's a that's a major thing because animation serves very different purposes um, in the US and the UK than it does um, in Japan particularly. Yeah. And I, I think to some extent in China and Korea as well. Um, but yeah, because in the US and the UK, it's all about like, oh, how much money can we wring out of these yeah. children? Yeah, yeah. You know? And like, it really is heartbreaking to see 
certain films with really fluid and great animation be squandered on shitty kids films completely i think you know? the emoji movie comes to mind because like <laughs> it's it, it sounds meme but also like mm. the anima- the animation is like really solid and mm. smooth and it looks do you know, amazing do you know one that i think about all the time mm. when i'm thinking it, you know when you think about this specific thing i do that all the time i sit down and i go hmm i'm gonna think about the state of animation <laughs> Oh um, yes, a frequent, the, uh, a frequent yes. thought I always have over my cup of tea. Um, hey, yeah. <laughs> train of thought. Um, the one I think of all the time is Hotel Transylvania. Do not diss Hotel Transylvania. I'm not dissing Hotel Transylvania, let me finish. Okay, alright. I'm not dissing it. They are my comfort films. Okay, I'm not saying anything. Um, it does motion really really well it does exaggerated movement incredibly well and i think um cloudy with the chance of meatballs is very good at that as well i think it's the same animation yeah i I think it is um both of those series are great at doing slapstick comedy via exaggerated movement and it sucks that we can't have that level of care and quality put into you know a film that is a little bit more you know it's got more to it yeah definitely or at the very least into scenes that are designed to elicit more of an emotional response mm-hmm. than <laughs> dracula rapping <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think you know? also it's about giving children's minds a bit of integrity as well mm, if you think about yeah. these cash grab animations they revolve around really silly meme jokes like fucking the trolls movies. I, I've watched. <laughs> I, I have like I have two nephews um, who they're, they're older now, but I you know I was I saw them like through the growing mm. up period, so yeah. I saw a lot of these shitty kids films. And trolls comes to mind because it's full of these silly um, pop culture references. You know mm. they do the fucking whip and they do the whip and the nay nay and the dab at some point mm. using like Pharrell Williams <laughs> music that kind of shit. And it's frustrating because. Give kids something for them to think about when it comes to a movie. Give mm. them something that's a bit hard to watch that's gonna, you know, elicit some sort of emotion out of you. Which is why I bloody love Ghibli so much. Even something as simple as My Neighbor Totoro. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that is like, you know, mother, like critically ill mother in hospital. It mm. gives you that kind of, teaches you about like mortality of life, um, you know single father relationships with their kids in a kind of like positive yeah, way it's yeah. all of the ghiblis can be though aimed at a ch- children's mm-hmm. audience are just so i don't know they just they take kids seriously yes, and i really exactly. appreciate that yeah because it, it, it is just timeless like mm-hmm. watching this as a 20 year old mm. is oh God, I'm 20. you know <laughs> <laughs> watching this as a 20 year old is you know i i assume I would be having the exact same reaction if I was 10. Oh, completely, yeah. Um, Because apart from anything else, there is so much more thought put into every aspect of Mm -hmm. it. Um, Because it is an incredibly versatile medium, Mm -hmm. and you can elicit pretty much any reaction you want to. You know, the Mm. the amount of thought that's put into it is phenomenal. It's incredible. Mm. And it means that, like, because there's that whole theory, isn't there, with uh, My Neighbor Totoro, that Totoro itself is 
the theory is that it's uh, like the personification of death. Oh, it's a Shinigami. Yeah, yeah. Sh yeah, sh yeah. Uh, is it Shikigami or Shinigami? I think it's, I watched Death Note, so I think Shinigami. <laughs> I'm very familiar with the name. Oh yeah, 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 my bad. Your Japanese is so good. You've yeah, got some English. no, 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 no. <laughs> Death, Death Note, Ryuk, Ryuk. No, Death Note is fucking phenomenal. Death Note's fucking um, great. Yeah, but yes. yeah, it's yeah, it's just like, oh, it it's brilliant. It's fucking gorgeous. It's phenomenal, and I love it. Mm, I will say though that theory has been debunked. Really? By Ghibli themselves. They were like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> they were just like, he's just a fun, a fun, fluffy guy. <laughs> I I just I love I love the imagination as well for Ghibli. It's it's got these just wacky ideas. I think a lot of Western animation, mainly like Disney and Pixar, is all rooted in some sort of ah yeah, this is a thing. We're going to do talking lions and it's going to be set in Africa. Or like yeah. their toys. Mm. Their yeah, toys. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Whereas with yeah. this it's like it's a moving house with chicken legs. Yeah. And a little wheezy dog. I think one of the things that Western animation does do very well mm. is writing. Yes. I think a lot of the movies are written very well. A lot of the characters have depth. A lot of the characters have, you know, they, they are, like, enjoyable to watch. Mm -hmm. You know, and that like ultimately is the most you can ask yeah. from writing, um, and I, d I do think the fact that they've managed to make three Toy Story films, well, four now, four, isn't it? Four, yeah. four Toy Story films, all of which have managed to make audiences cry. Yeah. I think I think <laughs> that is a testament to the fact that I mean we get a couple of things right at least. Mm. Oh yeah, P I think Pixar is exempt. Yes, kind of yes, yes, yes. Because Up as well, oh, yeah. that is, oh mm. my god, gorgeous film. Ditto um, Ardman as well, if you're thinking about British companies. Yeah, actually. What, mm, mm, I, do you Not know, about tearjerkers, but just no, integrity. But, yeah, integrity and... I don't know how... Because mm, Ardman, they have had some ones that didn't do very well. Yeah, yeah like, the um, pirate one. The pirate one, actually, I thought was fantastic. I thought it was hilarious, but it that. just didn't do very well, box um, office-wise. Yeah. But there was one that came out fairly recently, I think, called Early Man. Early Man, yeah, about yeah, the football match. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. I, yeah, I... Because it, it breaks my heart, because there's so much work and effort put into that. Yeah, definitely. Because as well, Studio Leica, um, mm, mm -hmm. that do... Uh, what's it called? Kubo and the Two Strings. They did Coraline. Oh. Both of those are on the yeah. list. For the yeah. Podcast. Oh, you haven't seen. Oh, I haven't seen either of those. The Missing Link as well came out fairly Missing recently, Link. and that didn't do nearly as well. It should have. It was bloody it amazing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I saw it at the BFI because like mm. I couldn't find any contemporary cinema. Well, not contemporary, really? but like mod normal cinemas yeah. that were doing it. Damn. I had to go to an art house, which was really depressing because yeah. it was bloody brilliant. Fuck. Yeah. Oh boy. But. but Howl's Moving Castle, at the very least, does mm. get the recognition it oh, deserves. And rightfully because, so. It's a shame that yeah. it came out in the year, because I checked halfway through the film. Yeah. It came out the same year that Finding Nemo came out. Uh, so it was never yeah. going to win. But no. I believe it was probably, it was nominated. Yeah, it um, should have been. It was fucking it's yeah. gorgeous. It's fucking wonderful. Because Spirited Away, did that come one. out before or after? I think it came out Because that, I think, came, in, it came out in 2001. Yeah, I, yeah. it's like 2001 or 2002 because yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like my mm. year 
uh, my, my year, <laughs> my year, year of birth. Right, yes. Uh, let's have a look. 2001. Yes. Yeah, 2001. By that logic, it was my year of birth as well. Exactly. How wonderful. Yeah. I'm old. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get our parents listening to yeah. be like, shut up, you're not old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I d- it also, what was really nice mm. was that's the first time I've ac- ever actually listened to the film in sub. Really? Yeah. I, Interesting. I, it's sh- okay. I think with Ghibli, because it's... I would say if you're not an anime fan necessarily, mm. it's probably the um, Japanese animated media that you're probably going to be exposed to first. Right. See yeah. what I mean? It's yeah, it's an easy kind of gateway. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when I watched it, it was mainly mm. in dub. Yeah. Uh, that I ever watched it in. Mm. So I think I think the first Ghibli I watched was Ponyo because I watched it in the cinema because mm. I remember it coming out. Okay. I definitely watched it in dub, so I just ended up because they. But also the thing with the dubs is that they get really famous actors. It's like an, it's always a very yeah, good voice cast. But well, that's I mean that is part and parcel of Ghibli being the fucking driving force that it is. And I think you're quite right in that a lot of people will consider get, uh, Ghibli to be a gateway mm-hmm, because a gateway most drug. people I know who don't like anime will like Ghibli. Mm-hmm. Like you know, unless it's Hayao Miyazaki, yeah. get it out of here. Yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. it, you know. Because it, 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 that's kind of the wonderful thing about it is that I don't know exactly what the cultural significance will be, but I definitely think that anime or animated films from countries that aren't the US or the UK will be inherently othered. Mm, yeah. um, and it was the same thing we were saying with Parasites, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Like, you know, you have to... If you don't have that recognition already, you have to put so much fucking time, work, and money into getting it recognized mm-hmm. in the West. And I don't know what process Ghibli has undergone, whether it was entirely wholesome mm. um, or whether they like actively did marketing campaigns that mm. popularized it in the West. Whatever it was, it worked. Oh, and it is one of the most iconic if not the most iconic studio of all time. Completely, which yeah. Which is, I mean, the way it should be because it deserves every inch mm. of respect it gets. I think going off of what you're saying as well, mm. what really upsets me is the fact that when you think of like, I, this is my kind of ignorant Western knowledge mm. because I don't know of any other animated teams other than in America and right. Japan because of Ghibli. Right. It, it's one of the few, to my knowledge, that are still using hand-drawn animation. Whereas mm. if you think about the West and America, it's all CGI now. CGI. Yeah, well, there were a couple of sequences of CGI. Mm, but I mean, like... But on the whole, in yeah. A, in mm. a style of, yeah. oh, this is this looks like a draw, uh, 2D animation as opposed to 3D know, animation. Do you I think that is what Japanese anime has stayed as, for the most mm. part, because, yeah. like... Um, I mean, it's it's such a massive industry there still. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not a great industry by any means. Like no. the the people there are fucking work to the bone. Yeah, they have to sleep under their desks and oh. they don't get to go home. Also, it's some plot ridiculous. lines are a bit. Yeah, choice. some some plot lines are a bit iffy. But mm. the work they churn out, the passion that those people have mm-hmm. for what they do is incredible. Yeah, um, I know like Studio Gynax that did uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, mm-hmm. uh, Studio Bones, I think is really good. I, I, I can't remember any others off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah, there's like, 
it's because I, I, I think also normalizing it over there makes it something that when you're growing up and you know you're interested in art it, it becomes one of the things like oh this is something that I could choose to have as a career yes you know yeah, um, and I think that's a really wonderful thing that we just we simply do not have over here not at all maybe in America but the best you could do in the UK is, is probably Ardman yeah and Ardman or yeah uh, um, I think I know that Isle of Dogs animation is that's the Lyca. ones. Is that Lyca as that's well? That's Lyca as Never well. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but it's, say, yeah, it's Studio Lyca in mm -hmm. the US yeah. or Ardman in the UK. And I mean, even Ardman, like, they are, I hate to say, on the decline a little bit. They are. I think ever since the voice actor who mm. uh, voiced Wallace, rest in peace, yeah. uh, passed away. They haven't yeah. been able to do Wilson well, Gromit films, you know, and I, that was their Well, main I think channel. I think they'd stopped doing them a little while before that. Like there was there was one in the works, right? That they'd started making models for. Oh, really? I, I think I want to say it was mm. some sort of like water-based one. I think it was like they decided okay. they were going to be fishermen, right? <laughs> Something like I that. See. Anyway, okay. it, it was another. It was going to be. You know, they used to do Christmas shorts. Yeah, it yeah. was one of those Christmas shorts was in the work, yeah. and then they had the news that he yeah. passed away because he was quite an old yeah. actor at right. the time anyway, yeah. and they were like, "We're going to keep his. We're not going to recast yeah. this because it's such a kind of like yeah. iconic voice." And then they put all their chips onto Sean the Sheep. Yeah, which just isn't as marketable, unfortunately. No, it's not. Um, I have a very. They did make a movie of it, which like isn't bad. The movie actually isn't bad. About it's the little it's alien. not bad at all. I it's like it. It it's, quite good. it's pretty standard, but mm. like you know. There were bits, there were some bits where I laughed out loud. Yeah, the issue with it is that especially with stop motion, and mm. I think as well to the extent that um, the anime industry in Japan is so financially fucked up. Yes, it just isn't sustainable. Mm. It isn't sustainable, and when you have, you know, computer-generated animation that's like, you know, you can churn that out ten times faster, yeah, and yeah. get just as much money back because you're aiming for. This is like what we were saying in the first half. You're aiming at audiences who won't give a shit. Yeah, which is depressing. Like, you know, it phases out real. I hate to say real animation, but it it kind of is mm. like stuff that people care about and people put their heart and soul into. Coraline was fantastic; that did really well. But you know, then Paranorman, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, mm -hmm. Isle of Dogs did pretty well. Uh, yeah, um, but the one like, that the one that did awfully, which I'm very surprised about, was mm. um Frank and Weenie. Frank, I saw that in cinemas. Yeah, yeah. and it just didn't do very it well did at not. all. And like, if, which is surprising because it's Tim yeah. Burton animation. Yeah, exactly. Like the Corpse Bride and stuff. Exactly, yeah. and yeah, it's oh god, Fantastic Mr. Fox did relatively well. I oh, think. It, it did very. It very did. Well. It did it. Okay. It was. It was nominated yeah. for best. Animated. Oh god, it was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I can't remember um, what. I think a Disney won that year. I, I don't know why I reacted and said, "Oh, it was, wasn't it?" I fucking didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Sorry. But like, Isle of Dogs was also nominated. Yeah, but again, it's, but, both of those are Wes Anderson. To be fair, that year was completely warranted because Spider-Man Into the Multiverse won. Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. Into the, mm. yeah, the Spider-Verse won yeah. that year. Which mm. is, have you seen it? No, I haven't. I was hoping we could do this, I would love do to, that on the podcast. We could do that next week, actually. Yeah, I'll be, be up for I that. I fucking yeah, love cool. that film. Because <laughs> Not to date this episode. No, anything, sorry. But. <laughs> um, but that is, I'd say that Sony, because mm. that's Sony, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
that is probably that type of animation is the one saving grace I think for mm. West animation yeah it's one of those ones that took its audience seriously yes. it was gorgeous yeah. and made me sob <laughs> but that's the thing because it doesn't look like any other kind of animation mm. and because there was so much thought put into making it look distinct from everything else mm -hmm. you can tell that there's at least a hint of artistic vision behind it. Obviously, there's more than a hint, but yeah. you know it's immediately apparent that you know there is tangible artistry behind it. Whereas with, uh, I know this is I've brought it up again, but the Lorax, which was just a cash oh, grab. Oh, illumination a, animation yeah, is. Uh, they're the, the ones offender. doing the Mario movie. No. They fully. They fully are. Oh, you're joking. Nah. Oh, That's God, real, no, man. I don't want a fucking Minion Mario crossover. That's actually really upset me. Well, they did do a, min, uh, a Mario Rabbids crossover game, which was, was that actually... Was Illumination? No, 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 it was a game, but, oh, like, it fine. was great, apparently. Yeah, so, that, that, like, that's okay. The, 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 the idea, and Super Smash Brothers, Mario can cross over with things, yeah. and that's fine. That, but, mm, like, yeah, it's, it's Illumination... The Mario movie cast is so... Do you know, we were talking about how <laughs> the Ghibli films always have these great casts of voice actors, like Christian Bale as Howl, as Howl. and Billy Crystal as Calcifer. Yeah. We've got Chris Pratt as Mario, motherfucker. We've yeah. got... We've got... Um, what is it? Charlie Day as Luigi, Charlie Seth Rogen as... Anna Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. Yeah, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Jack Black as Jack Bowser. Jack Black as Bowser. So oh my god, it's Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Really? Yeah. That's so really? weird to me. And the real kicker knee. is there are cameos from Charles Martinet, <gasps> who's the original voice of yeah, Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's why been relegated he... to cameos. Wait, why, why is he not Mario? Exactly, he's still alive. <laughs> does he also does, do we, I'm guessing he does I th Luigi I as well. I think he must do. Yeah, I, that might be I a bit weird does, in the recording um, studio. Wario and Waluigi as well, I don't know. Um, Waluigi. Um, <laughs> oh, I love that bitch. <laughs> I'm Mario. From the movie, movie. Mario. I, I'm not looking forward to Chris Pratt, though. I do I, not like I'm Chris Pratt. out. I'm I don't Chris like Pratt him. Also his I'm views. a bit Ryan Reynolds out as well. Both of them are in everything. I am very on board with Ryan Reynolds' personality and views and looks. Mm. He's a very beautiful man. He's, very he's beautiful. got a very beautiful wife, and I'm very yes. happy for the both of them. <laughs> Chris Pratt, I think, is a cop. was... This is the, I think he might just be Christian. I think he said some very homophobic stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's not. It's not. because well, this was the thing. He difficult. was cancelled, quote unquote, cancelled a couple of years ago, and I do know that that specific instance was a bunch of things that were just made up oh, about right, him okay. that weren't real. Um, it's probably fact checking. Yeah, well, I open my mouth. well, no. This <laughs> is the thing because it's entirely. Po this is the issue with the internet, isn't yeah. it? It's entirely possible that he did say some. I mean, shitty things. If I'm completely honest, like I'm not. I'm not trying to be, like have the higher ground of like, oh, I never liked him, but <laughs> I, I didn't ever really resonate with him that much. I liked mm. him in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was re well before Guardians of the Galaxy was Parks and Rec. And he was great oh, he in is that. Good in Parks and He's Rec. A very, very good in. But Parks then again, I was just sidelined because Audrey, um, Audrey Plaza was in it. Yeah, you yeah, can't, that's you fair. You can't not. And not you were her. just jealous of Chris Pratt for getting to marry Audrey Plaza. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> My, because Chris Pratt is like, he is 
regardless of whether or not he is a shitty person, he is very talented. Oh, yeah, he's a And he's got, <laughs> as a white person, one of the things I respect is his talent for improv, right? Because that's part of our culture. Yes, it is. Um, that's, uh, that's I, I don't know why I politicised that statement. There's no need for that. But um, bringing but, it on back to animation. Oh, right, yeah. The thing I was, I was just, I just thought about it. Mm. What I find really interesting is the hand-drawn animation is now being kind of confined to the realms of the internet. I've noticed that there's a lot of miniseries, uh, internet web series nowadays that are hand-drawn animation. Yeah, well, YouTube animation. I mean, yeah. YouTube animation, I hate to say, is starting to die out, if not already died out, because well, it's, mm. well, this is the thing. It, the problem with YouTube is the algorithm is so fucked that it mm. is completely impossible to make animation. I mean to the extent where you will be getting paid for it. It depends you know? where you're looking. I think the one show that is doing bloody amazingly, um, which I'm quite proud of because I followed it through all its inception, like mm. I like gave money to fund the show, mm. is um, it's this, she, I can't remember her real name, but her YouTube name is like uh, Lindsay Pop or something like oh, that. Oh, Vivsy Pop. Vivsy Pop, um, yeah, with Hotel Has Husband, Husband yeah. Hotel, and also um, Hell of a Boss. Yes, which is the with spin Brandon off. Rogers, yeah. That's doing, it's, it is doing incredibly well, but that is a special case in which she already had an established audience, mm. and the people on her on the team yeah. were had established audiences. That's case in point, Brendan Rogers, but and also, they were able to crowdfund yeah. something in advance. If you're uploading an episodic that's fair, yeah. thing to YouTube that like is meant to be on a regular time scale, mm. it is completely impossible to I'd, get it like mm, without say, any kind of patreon or that's true, yeah. kickstarter or whatever i'd say the know. other one i can think of would probably be um his name's max max g hot diggity demon he does this show called oh, brain yeah. dump that's really good it's just him yeah that the, but one. that's i think um i i think with him it's more of like a, a kind of Podcasty thing rather than an actual narrative. No, there is a narrative. Oh, there is a narrative. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I watch. I've watched every episode. For oh, it. Like fantastic! I'm, Amazing. I'm subscribed. To I've it. watched. I watched his episode about the Sonic movie. Oh yeah. Um, but that's the uh, thing. It's like he has his yeah. one-off comedy ones, but there right, is like yeah. a, a plot throughout it of him and okay. his relationship with his ghost roommate. Oh, <laughs> it's weird, okay. but it's it's huh. very um. What's the word? It's kind of Bojacky, to be fair. Huh. He kind of goes into his kind of inner psyche monologue, yeah. which is interesting. But also his animation is phenomenal. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. There are insanely talented people in, um, well, on the internet. Mm. Like um, this guy, Rice Pirate. Oh, I know Rice uh, Pirate. Mick Lauer. Yeah. He is making, at the minute, which I'm incredibly excited for, since we're talking about anime, um, he is making a JoJo fan series set in Mexico with Ooh. like it's completely you know off his own back it's all kickstarted he's yeah. you know got an entire team together and it is a full like part of jojo it's That's like sick. it's animated in a slightly limited way like more of a kind of visual novel sort of thing but it's got everything it's got the music it's got the character design it's got the stand design That's it's sick. insane for anybody who hasn't watched jojo who's listening to this <laughs> um I'm not going to explain it now. Um, <laughs> We'd be here all night. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to explain it. If you want to go and look at it, go look at it yourself. It's gay and it's great. 
Um, but yeah, so but the thing is, there is an audience for it. It's just that the systems in place on the internet mm -hmm. make it incredibly hard for animators to, you know, get recognized for their work and gain the financial security mm. that it, oh, definitely. you definitely need to have a long form art form as your main line of work. Mm. Oh, man. But yeah. How's Moving Castle? How's Moving Castle is a phenomenal uh, movie and I love it very, very dearly. What I really like um, with, it's just like one thing I was thinking mm. about while we were watching it, is it might be one of three or four films that I've ever watched that's had a 50 plus female main protagonist. Yeah, we were talking she, about this, weren't she we? Is, yeah. For the mo I know it's I know she is a for, if you haven't mm. seen it, um Sophie the main character gets cursed by a witch and turned into an old woman. Yeah. And she's not allowed to tell anyone about this, that's part of the curse. Mm. Um and ends up becoming a house cleaner for a wizard um known as Hal, very powerful sorcerer. Anyway, that's just a rundown because I realize that some people may yeah, yeah, have yeah. not there's, watched there's this. More to it than that. Yeah, but yeah. Yes. But yeah. that's generic rundown. Yeah. But yeah, she's essentially an old lady for most of the film yeah. called Grandma Sophie, mm. and which is so cute. Yeah, um, she introduces herself as Grandma. Grandma like Sophie, no one calls yeah. her that. It's like she comes up with it herself. It's really funny. That. She's like a day into being old, and suddenly she's like, "Yes, I am um, an old Grandma lady. I've, an, I've embraced yeah. this lifestyle." The thing about getting old is, I know, like, right? I fucking love that. But yeah, um, like yeah. older female protagonist. Mm. Which you just don't get because no, I feel exactly. like the media thinks that women don't exist after they turn sixty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Literally. I mean, it's the same with um, you know TV shows and news. Yeah, in particular like men with white hair are trusted and considered mm -hmm. wise. Yes. Whereas a, if a news anchor, a female news anchor, gets a single wrinkle, she's fucking dead. Yeah, she's she's you know? in the grave. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's in the grave. <laughs> she's six feet under yeah. at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. But um, that was lovely. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of other films with like age. Oh, I no, mean, I was gonna say I was gonna say up, but you're talking about female. I mean, Fear Eats the Soul is the only other one I can think yeah, of. Yeah, Fear Eats the Soul. That's a bit of an obscure one. Yeah. Um, it's, German art house. Yeah, it, is Fassbinder. it German? Yeah, it's German. It is German. Fassbinder. Yeah. Um, yeah. For anybody who hasn't seen it, it's uh, an art house film about uh, an elderly woman um, who falls in love with and begins a relationship with a younger. Man, where's he from? Is it Morocco? I Morocco, believe. yeah, Morocco. Yeah, um, yeah. it's very and good. It's mm, it was my favourite one on the course that we did for, really? for World Cinema. Yeah, really? no, I, I I find kind of like German cinema to be like post war German cinema. My favourite World Cinema film was Yojimbo. Yojimbo was really Yojimbo good. Yojimbo, you gotta love great. a baker or if you if you like samurai mm. you're gonna like your jimbo samurai with a revolver oh it was sick Fuck yeah it was that's very cool the hell yeah that was a very cool film um there's a uh, an artist that i follow on instagram i think he's french um and he has a series i, I think a comic series um called your gym bot nice. which is like robot samurai oh, sick. And it's, that's cool. yeah it's fucking sick um, it's my favourite things yeah. uh, samurai and robots <laughs> samurai and robots hell yeah Oh god, it's Studio Ghibli, man. I realise that we don't talk that much about the films after we watch them, unless like we have like specific things that we want to mention. But yeah, I, I, mean, I enjoy the discussions that come from. Yeah, exactly, because it's all tangents. like it's all stuff that gets brought up after watching it. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think to to some extent, 
um, I don't know where I was. I I, start, I said the phrase to some extent without a plan of where I was going to go from That's there. me with every there, single essay I've ever written. Tell you written. what then, there are a couple of weird things that I wasn't quite sure of in terms of like, I wasn't sure whether I liked it mm -hmm. in this film. Go on, let's go to the um, nitpicking. Yeah, so the issue I have with Ghibli is that a lot of the films are very they're quite kind of lackadaisical, they're quite slow, they're mm. quite dreamlike, and that is wonderful, that is fantastic, mm -hmm. it allows you to get really invested in the characters. But what it doesn't do is set up from the beginning, usually, you know, what is this character yes. trying to do? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's, and I think that was a problem that narratively Howl's Moving Castle does suffer from, mm -hmm. I don't think they say verbatim why Sophie, after she gets turned into an old woman, just gets up and starts walking. Mm. It's It kind of seems like it's completely by accident that she finds Hell's Castle. I think if I was to excuse the uh, errors, I'd say mm. she had like a crisis and decided she's going to go yeah, on the rest but and walk. Ag but even again, so, I it's like, if that was the case, that wasn't very well telegraphed no, no, not at all. Um, to the audience. Um, and there were a bunch of, again, I hate the phrase, but deus ex machinas were like, oh, okay, that happened then. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah Like, definitely. so when Turnip the Scarecrow turns, I, so actually, no, do you know, yeah, it turns out he was a prince all along and he just so happens to be, I, I know that it was set up to be like, because Howell says several times, oh, you've been put under quite a terrible spell, yes, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, you've got to stay behind. The magic from your spell is too risky. Yeah. Fair enough, that's Chekhov's spell, yes. that's okay, that's all right. Chekhov's, Chekhov's scarecrow. Chekhov's but then Chekhov's when- Chekhov's turnip. Yeah, Chekhov's turnip. But then when Sophie kisses him and, oh, that's so convenient. He just so happens to be the mm. one person who could stop the war. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my God. And he just so happened to appear in the last five minutes of the film. <laughs> what are the chances of that? That is definitely you know? the thing with mo the more classic Ghibli's is that they're mm. so good at, set like you say, world building, phenomenal, yeah. character mm. building, phenomenal. Mm. Oh shit, we've got to do a plot now. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? And then they just it rush out much, an ending. It very much feels like, and this I think was the case with Spirited Away, to a lesser extent with Spirited Away, but it very much feels like the main cast kind of move from thing to thing without a clear purpose in mind. Chihiro in Spirited Away does have a goal in that she's trying to get her parents back to normal, yeah. but she gets sidetracked quite easily it's with a bunch heavily. of yeah. other stuff that like, it's great yeah. and she helps a bunch of other people on the way, but like, but then again, maybe that's the Western mindset, yeah. you know? Cause yeah, it's, Maybe it's like, oh, I can't understand more intellectual, realistic um, stories where not everything happens in a way that like adheres to fucking Freytag's pyramid of mm. story structure. Yeah, yeah. Not everything has an inciting incident that leads to a climax. Because um, I, I do definitely feel that the Western film industry it does go through phases, but it is dominated by certain types of films. Yes, and it's certainly, very Yeah, exactly. Certainly the ones that you're raised on mm -hmm. are like 
ones with, oh, this is the villain, yeah. and the hero mm-hmm. has to work, 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 and he beats the villain, and then that's he the saves the day. And that, that, like, you know, that's what I love about Ghibli is that mm. there is never really a villain. There is someone that mm. is misunderstood because of yeah. their ignorance. Yeah, there's never a villain in Ghibli. That's, yeah, no, you're. And I really like that. Spot on. Because, yeah. but that again, that's a very um, Japanese way of looking at. I think I may have mentioned this in another episode, mm. but um, on my course we were discussing uh, Godzilla, mm-hmm. um, and in monster movies in the US. Um, it's mm. all about oh god, this this is the monster and this is how we kill it and mm. we're going to make a plan and we're going to kill it yeah. and now the monster is dead. Yeah. In Japan, Godzilla is a character, mm-hmm. and a lot of Japanese cinema and I, I assume other Eastern cinema as well. It like it opens up a dialogue with mm-hmm. the villain and yeah, it definitely. understands who they are. It understands what they want. Mm. And she's instead just an angry mum, isn't she? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, well, not even that. It's mm. Godzilla is the last of its species ah. that has been living very peacefully at the bottom of the ocean, and it's our nuclear testing that uh, wakes it up. Yeah, so it's angry and irradiated. Oh God! Um, its ecosystem has been destroyed, and it's our fault. Um, and you know, in in the original Godzilla there's a theory that it is also symbolic of the war dead in that didn't weren't able to die on Japanese soil mm. and there's the belief in Japan I, I think maybe with Shintoism or maybe it's just like a general folklore belief but that if a Japanese soul doesn't die in Japan then it can't truly be at rest yeah, yeah um, so Godzilla to some people is the personification of the people in World War two who did mm. not die like on that. Japanese sto- uh, Japanese soil mm. And so it, the monster has a purpose beyond being a monster. Mm. You know, it's not just there to cause fear. It's there to, you know, get us to think about yeah. a wi- usually a wider social issue. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really wonderful thing that I think Western films are starting to cotton on to a little I bit. I would hope so. Yeah. And that's, I mean, if you were to link it back to How's Moving Castle, The Witch of the Waste, mm. um, you know, puts the spell on uh, Sophie in the first place, however, gets redeemed into yes. she's just yes, this yes, harmless yes. old woman that's scared mm. of a- ageing. Yeah. And I think that's really, mm. really poignant. Like, yeah. this whole theme of, like, age not being a defining factor for beauty mm. is one of, I'd say, I'd say is the main, like, yeah. plot line through all mm. of this. Like, the beauty and like superficial beauty is at the forefront mm. of House Moving Castle which yeah. is probably why I like it so much yeah. and also morality as morality, well because yeah. the, the Witch of the Waste ends up being quite kind of morally grey because she does yeah. what she wants to but ultimately she does have a good heart and it is pretty much the same with Howl isn't yes, it he yeah. like he fucks around with soldiers the whole time mm. he you know I know for, destroys for, people yeah for and the majority of the film yeah. he doesn't even have a soul no exactly you know um, and it's like goes into an absolute mm. tantrum mm-hmm. when his hair guy de- hair dye gets mixed up because yeah. he doesn't look pretty, any- pretty anymore. To be fair, which fair enough, be bestie. Fair. <laughs> yeah, a bad hair dye can really fuck you up. Yeah, 
especially when it you're only halfway through processing it being ginger and it suddenly turns black. Oh yeah, God. Can you imagine? Oh God, if I had a penny, <laughs> I don't. I tried to dye my hair blue once without bleaching it, and it just washed straight out. I was and about I just, to say, I just your hair's quite dark. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. Um, then it just washed straight out, and I just mm. smelt weird for a week. Oh, fun! And it was yeah. I just I just I don't bother 14. with mine because mm. I'd have to go through for like seven hours of bleaching to get anything done yeah. with this. Yeah. But we move. I like brown <laughs> hair. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it makes the um the the rat tail pop. It really does. It does. Yeah. 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 You got that kind of um, flapper for anyone not able to see Phoebe now, yeah. um, i.e., anyone listening to this. <laughs> um, Phoebe has the kind of the what, what do you call it? The kind of flapper style. Oh yeah, I'd say they're um oh god, what are they called? Um, There's a, there is a name for them. The the sideburns that curl round. Yeah, with gel. Yeah, I've got um, that, but they're like a backwards curl because mm. it accentuates the face apparently. Nice. Mm. That would be cute. It would be cute. Yeah. Oh, this was a fun episode. I really enjoyed this film. I, I think it's exactly what I needed. Yeah. Also, thank um, you for everyone that came to our yeah, club. It was yeah. really, it was a really lovely atmosphere. Yeah. No, because really we managed lovely. to get the projector like mm, yes. officially oh, working. God. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we mentioned <laughs> last week, but we were watching Mean Girls off my laptop. I know. Oh, we couldn't get the, we couldn't, we couldn't get speaker. the big screen to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we do now have. We all the we know sorted. we know how to do it. So much easier. Yeah. We yeah, don't even need to bring a laptop or Exactly. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. Phoebe's the tech I'm the genius. wizard. Yeah, the I wizard. am Howl, but the sorcerer. With, with projectors. Yeah. Scale of 1 to 10, how, in this session, how feral were you? In terms of seeing mm. Howl come up on screen. I think because, I don't want to be mean, but because it wasn't the dub, I'd say I was at a okay. 70% feral. Okay. Because right. it's something about... That's still pretty feral. Yeah, it's something about that Christian Bale voice. Yeah. I have no attraction to Christian Bale, mm. but he, my God, he just turns it on. <laughs> uh, he just turns on the heat with yeah. that voice. And what was really lovely about it um, was that everybody in the lecture theatre was able to coo over the same bits. Yeah. And like make quips about like because there's one scene where well there are several scenes where um hal comes in in a flowy top yes uh and skin tight black trousers yeah, he looks like david fucking copperfield yes he does <laughs> it's like it's like oh meg ryan no you're here literally <laughs> the best one mm. was um <laughs> there was a shot of the, where you could see what shoes sophie was wearing she was wearing these little like brown <laughs> oh, yeah. boots with a little heel and yeah. it was me and jen at the exact same time said Oh, I love a little boots. At, like verbatim every, that sentence yeah, at the exact, the exact same, same time. time. And it was like it was we have great. one a one track mind yeah. that we share it's, one brain cell shared really between is, everyone there. It really is wonderful. It was um, nice. So if you are free on uh uh early Saturday afternoons, please do come along yeah. uh, to 12, the next one. Twelve forty five. Yes, twelve forty five. That is the time where we will normally start. We record mm-hmm. the first half uh before everybody gets here and we record this half after everybody leaves mm. um, so yes follow us on social media yes. uh, on Instagram at but it's a classic underscore pod uh, we put P-O-D. all of our uh, plans on our stories there yeah. uh, so that you can see in advance we I made the mistake of forgetting to post about it until the night before. Yeah, well, remember so I, to... Yeah, I'm going to yeah. try and get better at that. It's just because this week has been insane. To be fair, we were going to do Ladybird up until last night when we decided yes. let's do House Movie yeah. Castle. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you have this wonderful... Like, I love you to absolute pieces. I, you know that. 
you have such a sieve brain. Yeah. Where like you will either forget that we've spoken about something or forget that we haven't spoken about something. Phoebe messaged me earlier this week saying, um, have you seen Hell's Moving Castle? I went, no, no, I haven't. And she was like, right, okay, cool. And then uh, last night I uh, I messaged her saying, fuck, I forgot to post about Ladybird. And she was like, I thought we were doing Hell's Moving Castle. <laughs> I thought... Um, I, I, and I was yeah. like, yeah, gr- let's do that even better. I think I've inherited that from my mum because my mum does this thing, <laughs> right? It's worse than me. You'd find it even oh, really? more. My mum does this thing. I love it a bit, obviously. <laughs> You're prefacing it the exact same way I did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, she does this thing where... Um, <laughs> We'd just be walking along or something, she'd be like, mm, that's how we should do it. Like, no context. <laughs> and I'd be like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you know, how we're going to clean the, how we're going to paint the door frame. My mum does that like, as well. My mum oh, does that as well. Was the co- mm. Like, we'd be talking about it, I don't know, five hours ago, and she'd mm. be like, yeah, no, it's mm. funny, isn't it? And I'd be like, what's funny, <laughs> mum? <laughs> yeah, there'll be a conversation that we've been having three hours earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, I thought we'd moved on. My bad. I know, and I'm not being I'm yeah. not being an arsehole because my dad says it as well. We it's it's yeah. a funny, it's a mm. nice jokey thing. Yeah, my my mum always goes, Why why the fuck aren't you telepathic? Huh? Why can't you just know what I'm talking With about? With the F bomb as well. Uh sometimes. Oh nice. I I'm one of those children who like my parents have given up on stopping me from swearing because oh, I just fair. do it yeah, in same every her, other sentence at this point. Uh, it so I use it for punctuation. It depends. You yeah. do. Yeah. It depends uh, the context of the conversation. Yes. That's Sometimes it. Oh, yeah, like you can language. Turn it, you can turn it off. Yeah. But like you know. Oh, I realised we did the kind of ending spiel about social media yeah, and then we took five minutes that. before we before we okay. then uh, have ended up here. Um, but yes, thank you to everybody who came uh, to the. Hangover Club screening. Thank you very much. Um, we will be posting about it online. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot time. to. I was going to take a photo of everyone that was here today, oh. but I forgot to do that. So, Damn. you know so who you are. So next week, you've Thank got you you've much. got time to bring your mates this time. Because I think we should do. We could do like a post on yeah, the actual official Instagram. That'd be really sweet. So everyone, we yeah. want this whole auditorium full. <laughs> we want every seat yeah. packed. Mm. Um, yeah, excellent. And yes, follow us on Spotify as well, so you mm, know when yeah, new episodes yeah. come um, out. Click the uh, the little bell icon so you get a notification every time we post a new episode. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe. Smash Beat that like the button. Shit out of that like button. And <laughs> yes, uh, you look after yourselves. Um, we will see you next week. Yes. Bye bye. Bye.